This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The founder of this company, 10 years ago, was trying to sell his house. He's, you know, he's kind of an important guy. And he said to his wife, if this is what it's like for us, how do people who have no clout ever get around this? So he started a company and it went into business, I think, three years ago. Their deal is their word is their bond. And they are people that listen to the show. They are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. Real estate agents, I trust.com. Mike Slater. On the Blaze Radio Network. I read a sermon the other day from Harriet Beecher Ward. Um, he had a giant church in Brooklyn. He was one of the first. So he was the most famous man in America in the 1800s. Literally the most famous man in America. And he was really one of the first pastors to preach not fire and brimstone. He taught. He, he preached love. And he had a huge church in Brooklyn. And there were so many people who would take the ferry from Manhattan to Brooklyn on Sunday that they called them Beecher Boats. Most famous man in America. So I read a sermon from him the other day. Uh, he gave it in 1868. And uh, a quick background. He, talks, uh, he starts off talking about uh, Pilate, Pontius Pilate, who was basically the governor of Judea. Right? So long story short, Chief priests bring, bring Jesus to Pilate to be executed. And Pilate says, why? Like, he didn't do anything. And Pilate's wife says to let Jesus go. Pilate doesn't know what to do. He's got the angry mob. Blah, blah, blah. He doesn't want anything to do, though, with the killing of an innocent man. He has a few chances to get out of it. But in the end, he hands Jesus over to the people to be crucified. And then he takes out a bowl of water, washes his hands, and says, I am innocent of the blood of this just person, the responsibility is yours. An amazing moment. Because if only it could be that easy to wash your hands in a bowl of water and be cleared of wrongdoing. Now, Henry Ward Beecher went on from that story and made four points. And I want to go over them real quick and you can decide how relevant this is to today. Again, this is 1868. Point number one, whoever does wickedness through others is not less wicked than they, but more. And just as guilty as if he had done it himself. You can imagine at work, maybe your boss says, uh, or doesn't want to uh, do something wrong. So he has you, someone beneath him, do something wrong on his behalf. Thinks he can just wash his hands of it. Because he doesn't do it himself. That's not how that works. Or maybe in campaigning, someone says, I'm not going to say this lie about my opponent, but, but, you know, leak it or you can say it on my behalf. And, you know, that way I had nothing to do with it. Like, no, 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 no. That's not how it works. You can't just wash your hands of it. Second point. This is Henry Ward Beecher. Evil, which many men commit together is not distributively born. If a thousand men attempt to commit a murder, each man is not guilty of one thousandth part of that murder. Each man is guilty of the whole. Love that. Classic example, maybe like a riot. You know, most people in a riot, if they were by themselves, would not throw a rock through a window. But when you're with a thousand people doing it, then then, yeah, you'll do it. And you say, well, it wasn't me. It was me and a thousand other people. Oh, so you're one thousandth wrong one one thousandth wrong like no 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 
You're a hundred percent wrong. And each person is a hundred percent wrong. You don't spread out the wrong over all the people. That's point number two. Point number three, evil actions are not less wicked because they are done for reasons of state reasons of party or political reasons. And we can justify this all day long in our, in our, in our minds. All right, this is wrong, but it's for the greater good. This is wrong, but it's, it's, it's good for the party. Or this is wrong with the government's making me do it or the government wants me to do it or whatever. Nope. Not absolved. Can't wash your hands like Pilate did. Or at least Pilate thought he did. All right, this is the one that I think applies the most. This is number four. Wickedness, which a man can prevent and which he does not prevent, makes him guilty. We are not morally responsible simply for the wickedness which we do, but for the wickedness which we can prevent as well. He says, this is a fearful principle for men that live in a free state. And this was my first reaction when I heard this. I I rejected it. I resisted it. But um, I think this is why I think I was scared of it. I was scared of the responsibility of that. Now, I'm as responsible for the bad things as as the bad people are, right? (laughs) Just because I don't do anything, I got my own stuff to worry about. He says, this is a fearful principle for men that live in a free state. It is a terrible responsibility that it brings upon Christian men who live in such cities as New York and Brooklyn where wickedness is rampant and where it corrupts the very foundations of life and where it threatens to destroy the very government itself. This is 1868. Our cities are filled with moral men, but they're so bent upon gain themselves that though they see this deplorable state of things, no one cares for it or no one is willing to take the trouble and labor and to expend the time and the patience which are required for correction. You know, I'm waked up in the night and I hear the cry of my children. I hear my parents shriek for help. There's blood in the house. But I gather the bed sheets over my head and I lie saying, well, no danger can come to me. My door's locked. It's tightly bolted. And in the morning, my father is gone and my mother mother is gone and my children are gone. And I get up. And I say, their blood is not on me. Their blood is on me. And men that live together, especially in self-governing communities like our own, and that tolerate monstrous iniquities and sins, which are eating out the morals of society, and that give encouragement to men who ought to go whipped by justice, and that see our city hall filled with men who should be in prison, And that permit the chief public offices to go into the hands of men who are guilty of almost every crime in the calendar. And that wink at wickedness. We take upon ourselves a part of their guilt. The wickedness that men might prevent 
and that they do not strive according to the measure of their power to prevent, they take the responsibility of. That is, that is hard to hear. Um, that's one of those sermons. I wish I was there. Wouldn't that be cool to go back in time and, and hear that? But that's one of those sermons every once in a while in church when uh, it's real quiet. Mike Slater. On the Blaze Radio Network. The founder of this company, 10 years ago, was trying to sell his house. He's, you know, he's kind of an important guy. And he said to his wife, if this is what it's like for us How do people who have no clout ever get around this? So he started a company and it went into business, I think, three years ago. Their deal is their word is their bond. And they are people that listen to the show. They are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. Real estate agents, I trust.com.